0: Welcome to my podcast. This is your host, Michelle, and this is The Black Eye. Today we will be talking about the failure of communism. Stay tuned.
1: But it's happening now, and there's unrest in the streets of Cuba. And it came out because, okay, we know the coronavirus is an issue. Uh, we know, uh, we know that uh, economically it put the whole world on its back. But people of Cuba want their freedom, and they finally feel bold enough to protest in the streets, in this, in
2: front of this brutal regime. Yeah, chanting freedom, calling for the president to step down. They have a surge in the coronavirus cases, a shortage of just basic goods, things that we all might take for granted they can't get in their country.
3: Well, like food, they need food and they're hacked off about it. And that's why thousands went out in the streets yesterday. You never see this kind of dissent because it's always limited. And it's interesting because the communists did allow the dissent to go on for a couple of hours. On Twitter, there's some video of protesters turning over a police car Looks like uh, the United States. Uh, another video, people looting from a government-run store. And here's the thing. We hear about, all oh, the government-run store. Everybody gets everything they want. The government-run store sells wildly overpriced stuff uh, with currencies that most
2: Cubans marching there in the streets of Havana don't own. And, Brian, you're friends with the mayor of Miami. You've talked to him. You've interviewed him. And uh, he is... he's been tweeting about this and he's been speaking out about it. Here's here's something he had to say.
1: The regime must end now. It is not negotiable. We asked for an international intervention led by the United States to protect the Cuban people from a bloodbath. Cubans are worthy and ready to rule themselves without tyranny. It can end today and it must end today. The implications of this moment can mean freedom for millions of people in this hemisphere, from Nicaraguans to Venezuelans and so many more. uh, The question is, how do we get involved? Do we just sit there and cheer from the sidelines? Jake Sullivan uh, came out and tweeted out the U.S. supports freedom of expression, assembly across Cuba, which can only condemn any violence or targeting of peaceful protesters. But I mean, we obviously have been burned before trying to help out that that sense of freedom that existed for uh, generations in Cuba. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt fought there, obviously, and for a while, look, they were going to have a free, and the mob actually had a huge presence there for a while. They were going to be a free Cuba. They were walking with American flags yesterday. We are an inspiration. We should be embracing the inspiration we
3: give them. Listen, here's the thing. Uh, Cuba is 90 miles away from Florida. Florida is wide open. You, you want to see a, you know, freedom? Go to Florida. And these people would like to have in Cuba what they've got in Florida. And that is why the protests yesterday were some of the biggest they've had in that country since 1994, which is when people started floating away from Cuba on boats. And, and rafts. Some, some have suggested uh, these are the biggest protests since 1959 when the Castros came into power. But what's interesting Our federal government, rather than saying, you know what, they just want freedom, uh, they've got an interesting take on it. Julie Cheng, who is the State Department Acting Assistant Secretary, said, peaceful protests, uh, that flies in the face of turning over the police car and the looting, peaceful protests are growing in Cuba as the Cuban people exercise their right to peaceful assembly to express, here's the good part, concern about rising COVID cases, the deaths, and medicine shortage. We can mend the numerous efforts of the Cuban people, mobilizing donations to help neighbors in need. So what they're saying is people are angry about COVID, which, wait a minute, how many times have you heard the people say, you know, the great thing about socialized medicine, particularly in Cuba, is everybody's got great health care. Well, that's not the case down in Cuba, and coronavirus cases are surging.
2: Well, and one lady, one of the protesters said, we're going through really difficult times and we need a change of system. So it's not about COVID. It's about the socialist regime. It's about communism and they can't even get food for their families.
1: I mean, their cop cars are Etzels. I mean, they haven't modernized anything since uh, the Western presence left. They have a huge potential there just with tourism alone. Should they ever open up their doors and overthrow this communist? But the problem is China's got a presence there. And the problem is Russia's got a presence there. Are they going to let this sphere of influence go by the boards. Dan Crenshaw sees opportunity and is dis, uh, despondent or, or dismayed, I should say, about that lack of con- convicted uh, and direct tweet from the New York Times and others. It says, no, they're not chanting. Uh, no, they are chanting libertard, which means liberty. Stop playing cover for communists and support the Cuban people. My God,
3: why is this so hard for you? Marco Rubio's family from Cuba, he sees it exactly as it is. Listen. It's now been over over 12 hours since over 32 cities in Cuba. Brave people have taken to the streets to protest against uh, communist Marxist evil tyranny. And so far, not a word, not a word, not a statement from Joe Biden, from the vice president, from the White House, not a word. Why are they so uncomfortable coming forward and just condemning this evil socialist Marxist regime? It's been 62 years while all these, these people have been out there suffering. And then I see this tweet here from the State Department. You've got a socialist regime that says to people, you have no freedom, you have no independence, you have no ability to speak freely, but you have a really good health care system. They don't. Of course, COVID has a, pl- a role to play, but this began well before COVID. These people are frustrated. They want to live in a normal country. So why can't the State Department, why can't the White House just say it clearly? This is about freedom. Say it.
2: Well, as you've heard, some of the lawmakers are upset. They're speaking out about this, but Bernie Sanders, who a year ago praised exactly praised Fidel Castro for what he's done for the kids and the education and the literacy program, but he's staying silent, and it's making a lot of people upset. Right,
3: we haven't heard from we haven't heard from Joe Biden yet either. But we have heard from the New York Times. Uh, they tweeted this out, shouting freedom and other anti-government slogans. <laughs> so freedom is an anti-government slogan. Hundreds of Cubans took to the streets and cities around the the country on Sunday to protest food and medicine shortages. That's all true in a remarkable eruption of discontent not seen in nearly 30 years. Uh, So they say the freedom is an anti-government slogan, but they do not say what the state department did, which is it's key to COVID. Absolutely not. Then another tweet.
2: The UFC fighter, uh, also an army ranger, um, his name is Tim Kennedy, and he said, "Hey, New York Times, you showed your hand here. Please expound on how shouting freedom is an anti-government slogan.
1: Right. Uh, just a quick thing to add there. You realize if they would find a way to overthrow that regime, what would it mean for other places? For example, Cuba is up to no good through Central and South America, especially in Venezuela. They have lethal and very uh, and, and very competent intelligence forces inside Venezuela. As, destabilizing uh, that country and backing that dictator. If we could find a way to add some freedom and democracy in Cuba and overthrow the last remnants of communism and the Castros, this would have a ripple ripple positive effect uh, for the region. But uh, they uh, well, they probably will up? not...
2: You don't think so?
1: Uh, well, they, we're not going to give up easily, and they have no... What kind of retribution will there be for a brutal crackdown? None. They'll shut off the Internet right away, and they'll go house to house. Um, and deny them their ten dollars a week that the government gives.
0: Them. That was an excerpt from Fox News regarding the uprising in Cuba. Um, a couple of points I would like to to uh, make, and some that have already been made in the um, in the excerpt there. Um, well. I think the far left have a problem. They have a serious problem. Because how can you continue to sell communist and socialist ideas when people like Cuba, like the Cubans, are protesting? Socialism and Marxism, communism, it's not working, it never has worked, it never will work. And the left, the Biden administration, has been entertaining these Marxist slash Socialist slash Communist ideas for the United States trying to use their uh their government tentacles so to speak to insinuate their ways into our personal lives into our medical histories into our decisions about our medical health to force us to get a jab people don't want or people are giving a side eye to. It's being played down in mainstream media. Uh, I've been looking over for um, continued coverage on on this uh, the Cuban uprising because they're failing. They're failing. And the thing is, these regimes know that they are failing. They know that they will fail. That's why they keep such a hard line, such a hard hand, such a, uh, uh, a muzzle, so to speak. That's why they suppress free thought and free speech. Because they know. That communism doesn't work. Socialism doesn't work. They know this. If you suppress free speech and free thought and free ideas, you have no innovation. If the government does everything, what do the people contribute? And if the people contribute nothing, what kind of government do you have? And the far left the Kami fraction of the party, is silent. They are silent. And they will continue to be silent. Because in the face of their agendas, this uprising dies in the wilderness. It shrivels up. It evaporates like water. It's gone you know it hits you know how water hits the sunlight and then it just goes it evaporates that's what this communism far left wing ideology does it dies there are only four countries who are still devoutly communist the biggest one being china but make no mistake Cuba will fall. Cuba will fall. It's just a matter of time. A matter of time. It's going to be an explosion. An explosion. Because the far left side of the Democrat Party Those loony leftists, those ones who praised Castro for what he had, for his great education and his great medical system, have seen it crumble. It crumbles. It dies. And then what? Bernie Sanders. The richest communist I've ever known. AOC. One of the dumbest ones. But still, they're going to overreach, they're going to try, they're going to get in our business and force us to take the jab. They're going to organize a door-to-door search, of information gathering, if you will. It's a crazy and upside-down world where the communist country, the people in the communist country want freedom. And the people here in the United States want communist socialists. They want a, a foot on their neck. They want to be muzzled. They want a word police. They want to, to control what you learn, how you learn. They want to be in your family business and tell you how to raise your family. They want to be controlled. Because they believe that they are entitled to what you have. These communists and their agenda here in the United States believe that they are entitled to what you have. Some of these people talk about seizing properties. Some of these people talk about uh, there should be no generational wealth. I mean, they really want to overthrow the United States system. Capitalism is not perfect, not by a long shot. But it is not all the ills of the world. Where there is freedom, there is prosperity. where the light shines there's knowledge understanding innovation invention advancement you heard the clip cuba hasn't advanced since the 1950s the 1950s, 50s or 60s, what is it, the 60s? The 1960s have an advance. You got elitist, nonsensical Hollywood people wanting communism, talking about it. They never live under these conditions. They never live with want or lack. But they want you to live under it. They want you to suffer under it. They want you to give up your money and pay taxes. Not a one Hollywood star says, you know what? I have foregone the government tax breaks. And I pay 100% of my taxes as I am supposed to. But they want you to do it. I want everybody else to do it. Cuba is the country to watch out for. It's going to fall, people. It's going to fall. And when it does, what do our little loony lefties have to say then? How can you argue for something that's failed? And is failing? You can't say universal health care now. Cuba was touted for having great health care and look at it now can't say literacy problem now He solved the literacy you know everyone in Cuba can read that's fantastic but it's not freedom can't argue that can't say that the government should run the supermarkets and 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 all the businesses the government are running those businesses in cuba they are running them they are government-owned businesses government-owned supermarkets stores they are looting those stores cubans are looting the government stores They're turning over police cars. They're Edsels, but they're still turning them over. You can't argue. You can't even argue. For communism. For socialism. These people. The Lefty Loonies have already lost the war and they only just begun the battle. It's over, folks. Communism is falling. Communism is failing. It's failing. So the next time Bernie Sanders talks about that marvelous, universal Medicaid. Think about what's happening in Cuba now. And the next time they're talking about the government taking over the education system. Take a look over at Cuba. And the next time, someone's talking about socialism and how you shouldn't own anything, properties, and that you shouldn't be or shouldn't have agency in your own fate, in your own life, that you lack responsibilities because the government takes the responsibility away from you, look at Cuba. On this day, July twelfth, 2021, look at Cuba and ask yourself, and ask the politicians, how is socialist communism working for you? That's my podcast for today. Thank you for listening. If you want to leave a voice message regarding this podcast, please do at Bailey. That's Michelle Bailey. H-I-G-H, hyphen, B-A-I-L-E-Y. Also, you can contact me on Twitter at MHB at twitter.com and please let me know what you think about it let's have a conversation thank you for listening have a good day